This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello and welcome to this live recording of Entrepreneurs Get Visible, which is the very last recording, the very last episode of 2020. And I think we can all agree that this year has been a little bit strange. We did not start the year knowing what was going to happen. And I think it's even more important for us to take time to reflect personally on what's worked for us and what hasn't, what's thrown us off balance and what has driven us forward. And I want to share with you a process that I've used now for many years, which I took originally from the book, Your Best Year Yet by Jenny Ditzler, except I'm not going to take you through her entire process because that is a three hour intensive personal workshop, but I'm going to share with you today four power questions that I work through myself and that I work through with my one-to-one clients and my mastermind. And every year it blows me away what happens for me when I tap into these questions and it blows me away what happens for my clients as well. I want you to listen to this podcast and really think about your year. And this might be an episode where you want to actually go back, make some notes, press pause before we go on to the next question and really give yourself some space for this exercise. It's incredibly powerful. I'm going to share with you the questions and I'm going to share with you some of the things that I've uncovered for myself at the end of this year, which for me personally has been a really big year. The first thing I want you to think about is what did you achieve this year? And that achievement could be a financial goal. It could be improving a relationship. It could be leaving a relationship. It could be noticing around you that you're not happy in your life and choosing to do just one little thing about it. It could be what you achieved that you managed to get through lockdown. It could be that you've managed to feed your children. It could be that you have got out and walked your dog every single day. So achievements do not have to be those big badges of honour. They can be about the awards. They can be about those big goals. But actually, I think that in a year like we've had in 2020, that has, let's face it, been like no other that we've ever experienced. Recognising these smaller moments, these smaller victories is really important. So what did you achieve this year? And I'll share with you later on what these were for me, because I think then I'll I'll be able to just give you a bit of an example of exactly how powerful this can be. Once you've done that, once you've actually looked back at your entire year, starting back from what you've achieved since January 2020, day one, the journey you've been on since then, actually it gives you pause to take stock and look at what you have achieved in 365 days. And I bet there are things that you've forgotten. I bet there are things that you've overlooked. I bet when you give yourself that ability to give yourself credit for feeding yourself well, for giving in to depression when you know you needed to rest because this year has been mental. What are those things you have allowed yourself to do in terms of looking after yourself, looking after your family, looking after your mental well-being, looking after your physical body, looking after your business, tapping into your vision and your mission? What have you achieved this year? 
And I would imagine that that list is way longer than you expect it to be. The next power question, and this is the one that so readily comes to our lips and comes to our our memories. What were your biggest disappointments? Now, I come from a background of NLP. So very often we're looking at reformatting things to think positively, to frame things, not just positivity for the sake of it, but to take the lessons and learn. But if you don't understand what your disappointments are, you can't move on from them. You can't move yourself forward. So what were your disappointments? Now, this might be in terms of business, that you've had trouble with your team. It might be that you haven't grown. It might be that you are far away from having massive launches that you desire. This also might be that you've struggled with lockdown. This might be that you've had relationship issues. This might be that you haven't shown up for your family in the way that you wish. But if you don't acknowledge what those disappointments were, how can you prepare yourself to move through them in the future? Now, those biggest disappointments can be any range. And I would get you to look at personal, emotional and business. Okay, so you're looking at things from that perspective. And you've also got to think about your own your own well-being. So you've got to think, what didn't I achieve? What didn't I do that I set out a year ago to promise myself that I would do? What does that look like? And what's been the consequence of that? So that's your second power question. What were my biggest disappointments? And then this is the biggest question for me. This is the one that after you've heard me say this, I want you to go and think. Give yourself a good, quiet 10 minutes with no distraction and let your brain just unravel it on the page. Looking at your your things that you have achieved and looking at your biggest disappointments which can be about love, loss, achievement, lack of. What were your biggest disappointments? When you look at those two things together, what did you learn? What were your lessons of 2020? And I do, I absolutely urge you to press pause now on watching this if you're listening on the podcast later or if you're catching up on replay if you're watching live. What did you learn? Now, these lessons might not be the obvious And I think that it's this is taking away the learnings that often we realise for ourselves where we need to be putting our time, where we need to be putting our attention. Actually, are we moving in the right direction? Are we charging enough? Are we actually visible enough? Are we showing up for our family? Are we being the kind of person we want to be inside? So what can you learn from those biggest disappointments. Because if you don't take those learnings, what's it all been for? We are here to expand and grow. So this is your opportunity. And yes, I absolutely know that for many of us, what has happened through COVID has been a huge disappointment. But if you can find those nuggets that teach you how you want to show up from here on, how you want to show up in your communities from here on, even if it is really being poignantly aware of the things that you have missed, how can you make sure you have those in your future going forward? How can you prioritise those as we go forward? Now, those learnings are really what's going to shape the next year. And they might be quite painful and they might be quite emotional. But if you don't see them and you don't feel them, how can you have that expansion and that growth? How can you show up in the world when you don't know who you want to show up as? 
And then the fourth and final question is this. Which one area of my life, which one role in my life do I need to focus on the most in order to have a ripple effect through the rest of my life? Which area of your life most needs attention and most needs focus so that it can affect all of your life? Now, for many entrepreneurs, you might be thinking, well, of course, that's going to be my bottom line. That's going to be about bringing in more revenue. But actually, if you're focusing on that, but you're neglecting your health or you're neglecting your family, is that really the right decision for you? So you've got to look at your whole life. Business is personal. I had the wonderful Penny Power as a guest not so long ago. It hasn't quite gone out yet, but she talks a lot about business is personal. You cannot separate the rest of your life from your business and your entrepreneurship. So what is it you need to focus on as you go through next year? I'm going to just share with you briefly some of the things that I learned when I did this exercise for myself a week ago. Nearly two weeks ago, actually. And as a response to it, I have now made some shifts behind the scenes in my business. So for me, sitting down to look at the achievements when we've effectively been at home for nine nine months was really powerful because this time last year, I worked all through Christmas except Christmas Day. I worked morning, noon and night to get the podcast membership ready because I just had a feeling that that was one on purpose for me. That was one on mission for me. But there, there there were some big rewards for me financially if I stepped into that role. And as a result of that podcast membership now, we actually launched it on the 29th of January, 2020. I've now helped almost 150 people launch podcasts, uh, which have had that ripple effect across the world, which I really wanted. I wanted to feel that my knowledge, my experience was helping people to amplify their message. Now, my first couple of launches for that were, were fabulous and amazing. But the third and fourth launches weren't so good because I didn't give myself enough time. I didn't put into practice all of the things that I teach. I tried to cut some corners. And what I came to realize was that I had actually, I'd gone off message a couple of times because there were other products and services that I wanted to bring out. And in doing so, Yes, they felt very purposeful, but you actually can only focus on one thing at a time in your message and in yourself. So that was a really big learning for me. And it's really at that point, I think I had this learning probably about July, August time, which is when I really stepped into that podcast queen that many people around me refer to me as. It wasn't something that came from me initially. And as a result of that, I was then able to be much bigger and much more outward and much more clear in my message. So me personally, my biggest disappointments were to do with some personal losses. We lost someone very important to us the week we went into lockdown. And I found that very hard to cope with on top of the added implications of COVID. But it also, and this is one of my learnings, it also made me realise that even if I live a very long and healthy life, that life is short and I'm only here right now. And so I have a choice. And so for me at that point, that's when I went into writing my second book so that I could help with this mission of helping people amplify their message. And I think that other disappointments along the way that I will share here is that we've had 420% growth in the business finances, in the turnover this year, which has been phenomenal. 
And yet alongside that, there have been launches that have worked less well. And at the time when I focused myself and my team's energy for five, six weeks at a time, and then they've not worked in the way that we had expected, I had to really dig deep on what's gone on here. Now, I'm fortunate in that because I have that NLP background, I can go back and think, well, what's already, what's the message here? What's the learning here? And for me, it's about deciding that, where do I want to position myself in the marketplace? You hear me over and over again, talking about lots of people scrabbling for the bottom, but who's aiming high? And there's some really powerful learnings in that for me. One was an achievement was that I have been there to support my children through some quite mental, mentally challenging and emotionally challenging times. But the biggest disappointment is that there were occasions where I was mid-launch when some of those things were going on. And so I couldn't show up fully and completely in the way that I wanted to because my attention was split. So there was a message for me and a learning for me in that in order to look after myself so that I'm there for my family and I'm there for my business, that I actually need to remove myself from my business and from family obligations at least one day a week. So as we go forward, I'm actually going to be working less to protect myself more so that I am fully present for my family when they're home after school and when they're here at the weekends. And that is really going to change how I manage my team, how I manage my diary, how I manage the four days when I am working. And I suspect that actually I'm going to have greater productivity because I'm going to be extremely focused on taking that day for myself. Now, taking that day for myself might well mean that I go and choose to do the food shop on that day or that I go to have a massage, which is something really very important to me for my self-care. It also really helps my voice for podcasting and all of those other things. Coming from that audio background, I know how important it is to look after your neck and your throat. The other thing that I am planning to do is I have a big dream inside me that has laid dusty on a shelf for a while, which is to fully go after a creative project, which I reckon is going to be a sideline project for the next three years. And then within five years, I want to have brought it to completion. And noticing that that matters to me, that expression of myself matters to me. Well, if it really matters, I need to prioritize it. And so that will become one of my activities for the day of the week that I'm not working, which incidentally brings me so much more joy. And then it's going to mean that I come back to my work with more joy as well, because I'm, I'm accessing all elements of myself. So for me, then, one of the big learnings about where I need to go is I need to shout this message. When I tap into what I'm here to do, what I have the ability to do and what I've built my business to do is to help people amplify their message, to get seen, to get heard, to be remembered. And for me, it's about remembering that I'm not here to serve everybody. I am here to work with those people who were ready to lead because I have the skills and the ability and the background and all of the things and walks of life that I've covered to help people really get that message out loud and clear. And so for me, focusing on the business, focusing actually on the message that sits behind my business is the thing that is going, when I focus on that, I'm going to feel much more purposeful. I'm going to feel much more connected. I'm going to feel much more joyful. And also I know that I'm not scrabbling at the bottom because I know exactly who I want to lead. I know who I want to help and I know who I want to serve. 
So I wanted to share those with you because I think every single one of us has had real ups and downs and real, certainly real downs this year. But taking stock about where you want to go and how you want to express yourself and how you want to live your life, even if we are essentially under lockdown for months in 2021, what is it you're building? What is it you're planning? What vision of yourself and what vision of your future and what vision of the impact of your business are you holding precious and holding dear and taking action steps towards every single day? So I'm going to run through those power questions again as we wrap up today. But I hope that you found this episode really useful. And of all the things that I have shared with you over, I think this year we've had 110 episodes. I really hope that this is the one you're going to to just think, actually, today I'm going to take Anna's advice. I'm going to press that pause button if I'm watching on replay or I'm listening on a podcast app. What did I achieve this year? And really let yourself feel those achievements. What were my biggest disappointments? And again, notice that they exist. Let's not have toxic positivity where we pretend everything is okay. Let's acknowledge what we no longer want, what we did not like, and what we would prefer to have and that we can create ourselves. Number three, what did I learn? And let yourself have those learnings, notice those learnings, let your subconscious speak to you, let your subconscious thoughts come through to you, let your intuition tell you what it is you need more of in future. Feel those feelings, learn those learnings. And then which one area of my life, which one role of my life, if I fully focus on that, will enrich the rest of my life. And I hope as we close out this year, that you do take time to switch off, that you do take time to start looking after yourself, that you do take time to think about what it is you want to create and how you want to show up in this world. So you are watching and listening because this is Entrepreneurs Get Visible. But it's not about, and it never has been about, getting visible just for the sake of it. As far as I'm concerned, what this podcast and what my teachings are all about is how you step up, how you step out so that you can help other people in whatever level of entrepreneurship or guidance or leadership that that needs to be. Wishing you a very, very happy new year for whenever it comes, when maybe you've got to that point already. But please, please take the time to reflect on what has been a year we shall never forget. And let's make sure that the learnings that you take and the way that you move into the next year puts you in a position to make sure that 2021 is for you, no matter what comes at you. That's it from me. Take care. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.